Good brothers and good sisters, welcome to episode 20 of Tales from the Bolterlands, aka Squatty Scotty Doesn't Know. It's been a minute, but we have returned to lay down an intro once again at long last. Cough, <coughs> filler, <coughs> talk slow, make up time. <coughs> well, we didn't wait to the middle to start the shenanigans. We went early on this one. Episode 20, Scotty Doesn't Know, will seem a little short as since we ran long with episode 19. So, sorry, but we want to make sure it's good for you, not just run on. We're joking a little bit. Never fear, we're going to do what we can to give you a little distraction from everything else going on. Heard about any new stonks lately? Too soon? Yeah, I thought so. Scotty, the basement squatty, and I talk in this episode about a few topics from no advertised small batch releases to mixed feelings over 12 by 12 play mats for gridded dust. We would really love to know what you guys are thinking about it on our Facebook page, The Bolter Club, or you can hit us over at the Twitter machine at Bolter Club. Stick around for the end as I have a couple unsolicited plugs to share with the friends and neighbors uh, over in the outro, and we're going to send you home with that peaceful, easy feeling you've been waiting a few episodes to hear. So for now, you know what time it is when you hear the Wilhelm scream. Lock the gate! It's time to start the show. doing a rare Friday night re- recording of Tales from the Bolterlands. Bet you didn't see that one coming. I don't even know what we're doing here. Yeah. You, 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 I was busy, and you're like, we're doing this. I was like, okay, fine. So what are we doing? What are we doing today, Jared? Well, we got a few things to talk about. And the studio has been making a lot of waves here lately, past few weeks. You know, they've been doing... I did a little scrolling, and if you go back a couple pages on their release window, you're seeing a lot of activity. Like weekly, they're putting out a either a collector edition release or a one of a kind type release, and it's a lot of whole lot of stuff that's coming out with little no, or to no notice. There's no notice. I think there's no think hype. We- there's no hype train, and that, that's strange. For you, because I know you love a good hype train. Yeah. Uh, I have been conditioned for a hype train. Like I'm used to. I need a pre-warning warning. warning. Yeah, or a a teaser pick. My wallet requires warning before it is excised. uh, Yeah, I'll tell you, especially with, and this is where it clashes, because the wallet can only stretch so far, 
And when you're, you know, they're they're dropping like it's hot every week. There's a new thing. And yes, I've admitted, folks, I've got the catch them all disease, but I can't catch them all. I, it's a nice thing to say, but can't actually do it if they're dropping stuff every week. Well, because there's not that many of them to catch. Well, no, there's a ton. I mean, well, I mean, there's there's a ton of releases, but yeah. each, of each release, there's not there's not a whole that, lot of yeah, them. Yeah, and that's the other that's the other problem is like these are small batches. Uh, case in point, anybody that's uh, been on the nets here in the last day or two, in the past week, they've released six alternate uh, collector edition scooters. So they're using the plastic scooter that has not released yet in North America. It's on the boat somewhere. It's in transit. They have uh, different resin uh, body sculpts, you know, sculpts to go on there. And, and we find out today, one of them is a character. It's uh, Louise and Thelma. No, re no relation. No relation. No. Brad Pitt's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who these people are. And, you know, it's gone. It, it posted on the 21st. And the website says it's sold out on 22nd. Uh, as a matter of fact, only one of the scooters is even listed as, as still available as of now. So then that makes it a week ago. We had the ammo, the field ammo scooter released. It sold out within two the, or three days. The Domino's delivery scooter. Yep. yep. And I can understand why, because for four points. It's a hot stonk. Yeah, hot, the hottest of stocks at four points. It's out of here, sold. I'm pretty sure if you have Gregor in a Merc army, he's calling Do he's calling that Domino's. Yeah. And he's just he's got that on speed dial and he's like, you know. Yeah. But Bay, I'm purging. He's like, Paolo left me alone. Away. Now again, the only the only thing I'm really concerned about here is these alternate scooters realistically if you were on the button if you were on the website and you ordered them small batch or not you would probably get them in the mail before the plastic unit even releases in the states probably yeah uh, not I we've been chatting with some of the the folks here and there because we like to make asses of ourselves and we share stories and, and we're talking to a few folks about some stuff they had picked up. Uh, Cause the other thing we're going to tie into this is the, the cards. Not everyone. I don't think it was communicated very well that the collector edition items are not going to have cards in them. You'd have to go to the website, print them off yourself. And some of them might not even have bases. Yeah. Yeah, and I was I was a little confused because uh, last year, I think it was November, the Mercenary Mortar Crew came out. Me and good brother Josh went in together, put an order together, and we ordered our, our Mercenary Mortar teams. And they did come with a card. But now uh, my, my Steel Samurai arrived. I had to wait. Uh, just just over two months, but it came in, no card, no base, no base. But when you're huge, you're just huge like that. But all all the base are all all, yeah. all, it all are belong to him anyway. Yeah. So, not a big deal. I, I was able to 
again, thank you again for helping me out with that. We got them sized up. That's what I do. Uh, I got them printed out and got them laminated, and I've got cards for for when you never get to use it because I will never play that thing against you. <laughs> Be like, I want to play Steel Samurai. No, I'm gonna go find friends online. I guess. Yeah. Good luck with that. Well, I know Bill. Will, I know I get a game in with Bill. Bill's waiting to smash me and my resin model. Yeah, he's ready. All right, what are you playing there? I was like, well, I'm going to play my Desert Scorpions. Yeah. I'm going to phaser the crap out of you. I'm pretty sure he's got his one-turn goal. You know, me walking on, then me take it off, you know. <laughs> Nadia drops in. <laughs> fire, fire, you know, does all of it. So I'm a little – that's the uneasy feeling, right? Like we were chatting before we hit the record button, and I – I think it. We both think it'd be a little cooler if the plastic scooters came out, and then after that, then these these cool collector edition alternate versions dropped in. Behind well, because there has been a hype train for the scooters in general. Those yeah. the plastic scooters. Granted, it's it's a long, slow train. At least you know by my standards, you know it's it's a slow train. Yeah, but it's still there because you know we've seen we've seen them from their initial conception art. We've seen them as the modeled art. We've seen the pictures of the models themselves. You know, we get to see that that progression, and then to finally have them in our hands after this long wait, because we all know they're somewhere slightly past Trash Island in the South Pacific. Slightly, and again, I don't want to sound like sour grapes because yes, I would have loved to have owned a couple of these models on the way out. But at the same time, it's like, man, it'd be nice to have a heads up or even be prepared that you might have to. That's that's what they need to do, right? Is that what Palo needs to do? Because you know, say they only have like they have these, they only have like four of each model or however many they have, right? Yeah. And then he sets up. He's like, all right, sign up for this, and then we're gonna get on Facebook, and Palo's there, and he's just like, two men enter, one man leaves. This is Thunderdome. Death is listening. And we'll take the first man that screams. And then, then you then you have like, it's a free-for-all. Yep. You know, it's like whoever's left standing, I will bequeath you the chance to purchase one of these. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because again, we were talking about rule of cool before we hit the record button. If money is not that big a problem, because we want to point out that these scooter, alternate scooters are listing at $25 retail. A piece. A yeah. piece. Uh, if you are an elite member, whatever your status is, that could change that price. But if you were new to the game and just wanted to buy these scooters, honestly, you could have a Tank Buster Squad on your table via this deal. Again, if you're on the button, I know it's a little situational. Even before the stuff made it, you know, the, the regular plastic kit made it to the States. Because from the description, they are using the plastic Vespa kit. Yep. And then the it's the, the alternate riders or, or is the resin yes. in this. And I just feel like So you could get it for 75 bucks, you know, yeah. There thereabouts, which yeah. is about what the normal one is retailing for. Yeah. Well, you well, it's the 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 plastic kit retails for seventy five ish, and but you get six scooters, but you get enough to make both squads. Yes. The the. But if you don't care about the recon scooters and you're just like, I want, I want to shoot things with with uh, recoilless rifles. 
75 bucks, little man. Put yep. that dosh in my hand. Yep. And you'd probably get it in 20 days. And it goes on to the Sino mail and away. Yep. You know, it's a, just some thoughts we've, we've kind of had looking at this and. They look really cool. I like, like. I don't. Don't get us wrong. Is that they? Well, look yeah. I, we're not. You know, again, we're just kind of. We have nothing against the art or the models. I mean, all this stuff looks really cool, and I'd be a proud owner to have it, in the you know down here in the basement of the Infidel. But the logistics it, is what kind of confuses yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it's just why, it's, why spoil me with more choice when, like, now I have to now I have to Sophie's choice. You know, do I want? Well, it's it's not just that. It's that do I buy from the distributor, or like, or buy like the local retailer, or do I buy from Dust Dust Studio? But the thing is, I can't even buy from Dust Studio because they're all gone. So now I'm doubly frustrated. Yeah. Because now I have to wait even longer, and I can't get it. It's just it's just strange time period. You know, I and the business is the business. I, they are a miniature making company. That's how they make their money. Is by you mean selling. They're miniatures. here to make money. Is that how it works? Yeah. Not. As much as the industry is run on passion, every now and then you got to pay the bills. So again, we get it, we understand. It's just, it just, I don't know. It's just, it's really strange, all in all. And we'd be interested to hear what you guys think. You know, hit us up on our Facebook page. Were, were yeah, were any of you able to get these things? Yeah. How many? Like, if we only know that like three people were actually able to get them, like how many did they actually make of these things? Is it literally Paolo with a cigarette hanging out of the corner of his mouth? you know, pouring, flash pouring resin, you know, into a giant thing of gasoline at three in the morning, which that's what it is in my head. Yeah. I think it works best. That's Rochelle's a... standing over there being like, don't blow yourself up. And he's just <laughs> like, I got this. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to hear some thoughts on it. Like, I, I'm really curious to know how many there were uh, actually spun up on this version and if and when they might come back. Uh, Cause I got none of them. I got, I was slow on the trigger, and I know good brother Josh is going to be disappointed because – Sorry, Josh. He was wanting to put together an order, and none of us got them. Yeah. So, so yeah. We'll be right back.
the air. I like the girl over there with the long blonde hair. She's shaking her thing like it's the end of the world. She's looking her way, her and all her girls. This is the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, you'll get clapped if you're looking for. Ladies, pointing because you're interested. They step to us and put in their bits. I said, excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. I mean, mama, my, my, you're like pelican fly. I mean, you're so shy and I'm loving your tie. You're like slicker than the guy with the thing on his eye. Oh. We're gonna hang out at the after party. Yes, and just later on in the hotel lobby. Yes, and they ask the dudes what you want to do. <laughs> another one for you i don't know about you man but i would love to see some dust 1947 merch more than what we've got now and don't get me wrong the patches are awesome we've, we've picked some up in previous time and got them stitched on our our game shirts they're high quality they're high quality i have the fashion Jaeger one i like it a lot yep i, I picked up the kiari one uh, you gifted me uh, the, the SSU patch. Yep. I think you picked that up at Gen Con mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years back. And uh, I, uh, it's super cool. I've got it. Uh, I've got two different uh, game shirts we wear when we're doing stuff in stores. And I've got the KRE on one. Do you and, remember those times doing stuff in stores? Was... It's been a while. It's been a while. What's a man. store? Yeah. Four walls, roof, what? I don't know. Garage? <laughs> yeah, right? That's what it feels like. Yeah. I talked about this last year. And, man, I just – I feel like it's a missed opportunity to have some more dust-related merch out there. Well, there were talks. I know that uh, good buddy Jake uh, from the the uh, Brookline store over uh, in Massachusetts – you know, Alpha Omega Hobby, you know, they, he kind of does stuff with uh, Armor Class 10 at the conventions. They're the ones, mm-hmm. you know, like you basically say, they have all their options of shirts and they say, I want that one. They will literally just, you know, boop, 
put it down, flash, fla- yep. flash fry the thing. Like, here you go. I think this is what it is. And like, I know yeah. they were in talks. No, with they, them. They, they're rocking the transfers. Yeah, yeah. They were in talks with them at some point, I believe with dust about being able to carry that product. A missed opportunity. Cause I think there's definitely as a fan of the stories of the models, there's a ton of character and personality out there in the dust universe. Yep. They could easily do faction based or block based color style. You could also do, you know, like I said, individual characters. I, I, I just, I would love to have a dust 1947 hoodie that I could wear with, you know, something doesn't even have to be screened, but you know, just have something on it marking me out as a big, you know, Mark for, Dust nineteen forty seven. I'd like to have a I'd like to have a polo shirt with a little Marcus hanging out of the pocket. That'd be awesome. Or even a bag, you know, whether it's a messenger bag or something like something I haul my game stuff in. I think it, I think it'd be super cool. And that, of course, it costs money. Got to go out and source all that and bring it in, but and get somebody to do it. You want it to look good. You want it to be good quality, and all that's understood. But man, I'd, I just would love to see some more merch out there. There's stickers at one point. Yep, the stickers were super cool. Because I know like, you grabbed a bunch of them at, yeah. at one of the one of the conventions. <laughs> They're just like, well, here, have them. And I was just like, oh, yes. Well, <laughs> I, I I want to defend that statement. Okay, okay. As in, I bought a lot of stuff too. That's so I, it's not like I was sitting there just raking in free stuff. Like, give me all your promo stuff. I'm, I was. I was I'm that guy. Just keep giving it to me. I want free stuff. Okay, there's Sam's Club. The uh, the cashish. Cashish. <laughs> And kind of, I guess, rolling into birch and I guess accessories. There's been a lot of traffic here in the past couple of days on those P work mats. Yeah, uh, that came out last year, and it was cool because it was. You and I have have talked like getting a lot of desert games in lately. Yeah, the desert of the real. Yeah, is really and des- then, deserty. And so then you know, Paradise Lost comes out, and we get these cool paper mats in the jungle. You know, changing it up, right? Playing in different places. But then you're like, well, we sure do got a lot of palm trees for these Arctic maps. So got to bust out some, some no, more terrain. It's fine. It's like the day after tomorrow. You remember that movie? You know, where oh, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, it's like, yep, coastal Florida. And then whoosh, flash frozen. Yeah. I was that guy who got yelled at in the theater because when Jake Gyllenhaal's running down the hallways and the, the, the freeze is chasing him. I was the guy yelling, Serpentine! Serpentine! <laughs> yeah. The cold doesn't understand rapid moves. <laughs> it's like a T-Rex in Jurassic Park. <laughs> if you don't move, it won't see you. <laughs> then Arnold comes out. All right, everyone. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> George Clooney, no! <laughs> You're gonna ruin your career for the next ten years. No, nah, he bounced back all right. Ocean's nineteen helped him out, oh, right? What, what, one of those, I don't remember which one. Yeah, but yeah, man, these uh, these the, work mats. Yeah, they came out last year, but they were only in what size were they in though? They were they were big though. They were right? big. I, what is it? Was it twelve by twelve? Twelle by twelve at first. Like, tw- yeah, I think so. That was strange. Getting it, you know, because I was like, I wanted to. Could try. I had. I bought some. It was non-standard for dust. Like at right. like because like if you go with dust, a single mat is what it's what it's uh well six, well, six by nine. Yeah. So you put them together. Yeah. So, you, you know, so if if they sold the mat as like oh it's a six by nine mat. Okay, cool. 
But then if they sold it as a uh, 12 by 9, sure, makes sense, you know, because that would be the size of a game mat that's two of them put together, which yeah. is in the United States standard game size. Yeah. But it comes out as 12 by 12. Like where did where did that where where did that number come from? Yeah, I'm, again, it's most of the content that we see, right? Whether it's Dust USA's website under the Play More tab, you've got a bunch of scenarios, Endless War, which we loved going through, and then the stuff that we've made and on it, and everywhere you see around, it's all structured around nine by twelve. Yeah, a twelve by twelve mat doesn't sound like a whole lot more but actually it really is i mean yeah, that's going to change no it's a it, scenario it's, design and it's yes. a hundred, it's 108 squares versus 144 yeah that's and, a lot well especially when you, when you talk about army styles right like whether you, you you play bk a lot and you're running a lot of zombies that's even more distance you have to try to close to get in you said B, you in. said bk as in, in blute cruise yes okay good that's for you sean <laughs> you need to work on your german i sir. speak them great <laughs> mine dude <laughs> yeah no the thing is I did, I did tell i said the next time we bring up blute cruise i said i'm gonna butcher the hell out of this thing <laughs> every name possible done <laughs> next we'll be representing lift waffle <laughs> I like that. Anyway, yeah, right. Yeah, I lift <laughs> waffles all day into my mouth. Anyway, sorry. So now that I'm getting derailed, uh, there's some adjustment there, right? Not not in the world, not like, oh, how could we ever possibly figure this out? That's not the issue. It's just that it seemed a little weird at first. The uh it's changing it, oh, it changed the standard. You know, it, it, it seemed like it was an attempt to change the standard of the game in the US. Yeah. For me, I've always liked it at two mats. And we've done, I've done a little bit with, with three playing bigger games, but they also take a while. And and we were talking before we hit the record button. I really like dust because it's, we can get in and get out. It's faster. No, there's less management, more playing. Yeah. And again, all, you know, these thoughts are really pre-COVID because we were playing in stores. We had to get the games in at a certain time and get out because they weren't going to be, you know, Six to nine, baby. That's what that's what time they're open. At yeah. least your Thursday night dust. Yeah, and so we didn't. You know, if you're going to play a larger game, you're probably going to play it at your own place and have your all day to get it in with your buddy. Yeah, if you had time. Your own place at your own pace. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Right. You know, that's that marketing. Lost the rhymes over here. You know, flip mode squad. We go way back. Two episodes in a row. Yeah. 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 Dolomite just got back <laughs> and told me some stuff that we about to be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, folks, um, we're not against it. It just would definitely be a, a change, you know. And I would be curious to see how other people feel about that, especially ones like not necessarily, uh, well, one new players because like they'd have to if if it becomes like the new standard, you know, like then you're gonna have to like buy new mats. Possibly, I was like, because you can play on anything, right? But if we get back to things being back to quote unquote normal, well, what's the, the standard in the U.S. is two mats. You go anywhere, it's like, hey, do you have your mat? Yes, I have my mat too. Let's play. Well, then it's like if we go down to Illinois and they're playing on the old standard, but like we've moved over and we're playing a new one, and we show up and it's like the mats don't work together. Yeah, you're folding over now. I also want to, you know, for, for folks 
who didn't catch us a while back, our view is a little biased because we're used to running events. So between the two of us, you know, we've got 16 tables worth of mats. I don't want to buy I don't want to buy them. I, 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 I don't I don't want to have to replace those. Like I'm not I'm not that excited about switching the format, right? I don't, I don't have that many squiggly E's to purchase that many mats. No, I don't. And then the other the other thing is too, it's I'm a big fan of the neoprene mats because yes. they fold up and we have those 16 tables worth of mats in one tote. And they don't crease either. All that yeah. like they you they'll be good. You they are out. they are they are fantastic. Eventually I've I mean when I, when when we were running 40k stuff, we we're having to carry those four by six, four by eight neoprene rolls, you know, all sleep, you know, the little bag. It had sleeves. its own cart, dude. Yeah, it was insane. And so when we were able to flip the script and go to the the folding mats like that, I don't ever want to go back. I say that a little bit in jest, like I'm not saying I won't do any more 40k stuff, but I'm just saying I really prefer having just a nice cleanup, fold those bad boys up and off we go. Worst case scenario, if they if it does become the new standard and we adopt it as being a thing, uh, we can take all the old mats and we can make a pair of wetsuits for us so that we can swim across the channel and just just start taking people out. <laughs> like I'm going straight to wet work. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah, we're gonna be in wetsuits. We're gonna be in dust themed wetsuits and we're we'll doing the wet work for reals and be like we're going back to the old school ways. Like Rasputin, bring back the old ways. We're going to have... Oh. You can't edit this. It's too good. Man, we're going to get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I am the trouble. <laughs> you know, again, I, I've, I've, we've hounded Greg saying, okay, so when those jungle neoprene mats going to come out? Soon, TM. I don't, I don't want to have to roll up vinyl. It doesn't transport as... And it's shiny. Well, I think they might have printed it in in, in a in a dull in a, in a mat. Okay. The, the vinyls really come on because I I bought some 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 vinyl mats four or five years ago for forty k to you know to to expand because we had we needed to build more tables and it was really shiny and the glare was annoying me. The print was very nice, like it had great detail to it. I thought it was a sharp looking surface to play on but the shine was constantly the glare coming off of was just annoying me to no end and and eventually i kind of reserved that one for you know just in case we do need to build out more tables we'll pull these out yeah i mean uh, full disclosure the last time i played on a vinyl mat it felt like i was at pizza hut about to be served a personal pan sized pizza for reading like three books in a month yeah. And it was just like that's it felt like playing on one of those tables. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, just lay this across. But because and... I've been looking into it. Like I was like, what's it gonna cost me to build a golden triangle mat? My own jungle or or I, I, we've been working on the Antarctic yes. missions. I was like, oh man, it'd be really nice to have a snow mat down. I mean, we've been using the, the concrete uh, mat kind of, yeah, yeah. just because it's it's not desert. But it was really cool to have like a glacier top play, play mat. And I looked into a bunch of different sites and a little, little, little winter child frozen in the ice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're expensive. Oh, yeah. It's like, and it's, uh, it's some hard decisions to make too, because like, well, was it two years ago, we scanned the old paper mats from the, camp, the old FFG campaign 
boxes. Yes. We went and we 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 scanned the complete mat, printed up one, and then had it laminated. So it's got the glare on it too. It's got the shine. And it was really expensive. It was for what uh, because we wanted to have it to be solid pieces. We did it in the thing strips. I think we did it um, three by six, or was it? Or we did it bigger. I can't remember. I because it, it was a I, I it was a good project, but a failed project ultimately. I don't remember failures. That's why I'm always winning. Well, we weren't. Yeah, that's one way of telling that story. Uh, it it was it was more expensive and more trouble than it was worth. Yes, that version, and it wasn't. I can't roll it up. It won't retain its. It looks like a kids you know, menu from Pizza yeah, Hut back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, easily wiped off. Yeah, you know, moving right along. Just giving the old spritz and yeah. and uh, so I looked at these three different sites. Uh, you know, some of them weren't here in the states, but uh, they had fantastic images. I, mean, I would have no doubt that they would look absolutely killer here's the problem nobody makes mats three by two they're all like the, the smallest i could get it was three by three so just trimming off that extra well the, yeah you start having to make some hard calls because you're gonna have to pay more money to draw in the grid lines yep. right and probably skip the center dot in the square just lay down the the grid and then when you get it you're probably gonna have to cut it so like I, I paid a premium price to get this custom mat done. Now I'm going to hack it when I get it. And then, oh, then it's I, like buying GW models back in the day. It's yeah. like, I'm going to buy this $75 model just to cut it apart. Yeah. Well, at least we had an angle, but no, I, I'm then you have to deal with the mat being cut. So like, I don't know much. Is it going to be okay on its own after I, Slice it like that. Is it going to start fraying on the edge? Yeah, you know, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never, well, I guess I can practice on my mouse pad here and see what happens. But. Well, no, but it's interesting though, because the old, you remember when GW did the neoprene mats, they had that small city one. That they had. Like, yeah. It was, a, it was a weird size, but I, cause I got one of those, cause it came with a bunch of terrain at the same time. It was a good deal, but they actually had sewed around the entire edge of it to hold it together. Whereas like the dust mat, the dust neoprene mats we have, it's all, it's just compressed down there. Yep. So who knows what happens if you start cutting one of those things? I, this, this this is too many hard decisions, right? Like I'm paying this premium just so I can butcher this thing, and then I'm like, well, it may or may not work because because the, the event, you know, light kicks on my brain. You I'm need like, twelve of them. I'm like, well, I probably need to do at least three tables worth. Probably need four, but so then if I get if I print the big mat, I go to four by six, I can then start cutting it into strips to make the. And you know, start pairing them off. So like, it says no. You're gonna look like a seamstress by the time you're done with it. You're gonna have all these things just hanging around. Well, we've we've kind of been working on ourselves and new skills in this this COVID year. I haven't got the seamstress yet, but that might be year two. New year, new you. Yeah. Oh no, I'm just Jared. Poor simple Jared. I am but a lowly tailor. I remember. I'm having flashbacks now. There was a, when I worked at FedEx when I was in, in college, I worked overnight and they would give us these pullover hoodies and they were, they were decent for the time, you know, cotton pullover hoodie, and, but they had these huge uh, screen print 
FedEx on the back and you, on the front. Oh, you mean the sweat prints? Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they, they were prints. they were sweat, sweat prints. I mean, they were massive. And if you've ever had a, a screen printed shirt or even a, a vinyl uh, heat press shirt, if it's a huge design, it's just a big old sweat magnet. You know, you be sweating salts, you know, streaks all around that that imaging. And I, I personally, I don't like pullover hoodies. I never have. I prefer to have a thermostat on my hoodie, AKA a zipper. And that way I can adjust the temp however I need it by moving the zipper up and down. Well, I do the same thing with pullover hoodies. I just pull it up and my gut hangs out. <laughs> yeah, it, there's <laughs> I, that. I live alone, okay? Yeah. So it's a lot different. Yeah. We both spend a lot of time in the Southwest, but I think the sun affected us a little differently. <laughs> yeah, I never saw it. I never came out in the sun, Jared. I was born in the darkness. I don't know. That might be my new skill set this year, man, to add. Cutting up mats? You know, cutting up mats and cutting up, you know, cool one-piece, you know, uh, pullover hoodies and making them zippers. I don't know. But I would love to hear what folks think about that if they want to see if they would even buy it, right? Like say, I don't know, what would it even cost? It would be like what, 35 bucks? Shipping, I mean, that. probably like probably 45, 50 bucks for shipping, I think probably. You know, I, I, obviously, you know, it's awesome that that the, the, the mats are in the starters. I, I think it's great. It's and a good I, deal. And especially with the, the Babylon. Battle for Babylon, having both of them. Having, having two mats in there for the price that thing was for everything you got for the models and everything. That was a killer deal. Yeah, I would love, I mean, of course it's not my money. It's great to dream up stuff, but I think it'd be killer to have the next box have different mats in it, different part of the world. Oh, for sure. Around, but you gotta make it hot and you gotta sell a bunch of them. So you don't get a better price for only printing a couple. You gotta kind of kick it out there a bit. Now we gotta get there first. there friends and neighbors we'll hope you enjoyed episode 20 of tales from the bolterlands i appreciate you hanging out for the outro i'm going to take a couple minutes here to give a quick shout out and a couple unsolicited plugs for some really nice good brothers and sisters of the show first one up i want to talk about game chefs over in ohio they've been hooking me up with a few things here and there i could not find in my local shop I really appreciate the excellent customer service and the fantastic communication they give back on the orders. It's a family business and I had the pleasure to run into them at the 2019 Dusty Dinner. You can find them over at gamechefs.net and uh, I, I'm certain you will find something you can't live without. But don't be like me, friends and neighbors. Don't forget to type in free ship at checkout. You'll thank me later. The next shout out is to our birthday boy and girl, Dust USA. They're turning five years old. I know what you're thinking. It's a shame we don't have a con so we can dish out, you know, the proper birthday whoopings, but we're gonna do what we can. So to them, I say salute and prost. They have, well, despite the uh, threat of public battery, 
Dust USA is having a birthday bundle sale. You may have seen it on the Book of Faces. Hop over to dustusa.net. Hit that new product tab. There you're going to find a ton of bundle deals. Click on the picture. You get a complete rundown of what's in the bundles. Some of the bundles might be a little bigger than the others. Also, don't forget on it. A couple other things they added. I want to make sure we knew about the starters. Any starter you purchase during this sale, you're going to get a template punch board. So it's got all your templates, all your all the tokens you need to help you play some dust. The army boxes, I thought this was really cool. Your army box, if you buy an army box during the sale, you're going to get a free dice set matching the faction of the army box. I mean, right off the top, man, that's that's cool enough. The return of Alex, everybody's new favorite Merc pilot from last year is available for purchase again. And another twist, tell your local retailer about these bundle deals because they can get them too. Load up the store, man. Spread the news, spread the joy that is Dust 1947. Don't sleep on it because the supplies are limited. Thanks again, everybody, for telling everybody about the show. Keep helping spread that signal. We're watching those followers go up and the listens. So keep on keeping on, good brothers and sisters. Peace, love, and good gaming all around. We're going to catch you next time right here on the next episode of Tales from the Bolterlands. Greetings, infidels. It is I, Mean Jean Mustafa. The following preview is courtesy of the Radio Free Infidel Network. down in your recruiting quota for the month. You know, that instinct to leap without looking, that was his nature too. Why are you talking to me, man? So your dad dies, you can settle for a less than ordinary life. Or do you feel like you were meant for something better? Something special? I dare you to do better. It's about time you showed up, Fox. You're the only hope for our world. 
never give up! Trust your instincts! Here they go! Incoming! Be careful, Fox! Quit screwing around! Do something! Where are you going? I found the target! Let's take out that weapon, boys! Our army alone can't do the job! Hurry, Star Fox! Never, Never give, give up. up.